from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Hello. <laughs> that one's my new one. Uh, that's the same as the last one. I said that might be my new, no, oh, like my okay. new. Okay. My uh, new intro. It, it cracks me up that we're we're lifestyle experts. Um, do, you, do you know expert is just a code word for I screw up a lot. I've screwed up so much that now I can tell you how not to screw up. That's that's the only form of an expert. It means we've done it all. I've been there. And we've messed it up repeatedly. But, but expert makes it sound like there's some type of graduate level discipline that's prepared me for every question. I don't know. It's just the more of an expert, the more you've screwed up. You know what I would like? I would like lifestyle expert on a like certificate of graduation kind of thing. That's even though my actual college one isn't even hanging, I'd, but I went this one. I'd actually be happier with lifestyle F up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we had a conversation this morning at breakfast. Yes. And we get into situations where we call it lather each other up. And that's where it's like, can you believe, you know, and oh it's, gosh. it's that back and forth and we, you have to pull the pin early on that. Um, or you just go right off the rails. Mm-hmm. But we had a conversation, um, our fitness people, our fitness peeps are our kids. Yes. And that, that's not in a negative way. This just means that we're, when you, you can't quantify the amount of care, time and energy. And mm-hmm. when one of your kids struggles, you start beating yourself up. Definitely. Um, and did I do something wrong? Could I have done it better? You know, what didn't they have? I mean, it's weird, but the guilt procession is just as strong as if I would imagine if you had a kid. The, the only Definitely. difference is dealing with adults you can have an adult conversation and maybe fix it faster Mm -hmm. whereas kids they're it's much much different exactly and we can't actually take anything from our kids it's like parents can take away their their toys and their everything yes lord if i could do that i'd have a whole bunch (gasps) of my gosh i would love to ground your time out can you imagine no one's going to talk to you. Turn your, everyone turns their backs on you until you can correct your behavior. Exactly. That's good. Um, but p- today's conversation, um, be- because ShapeShift is rolling, mm-hmm. um, we're getting more and more feedback from people that we don't normally talk to that uh, is just sharing their thoughts and their feelings and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it was, of course, timed very well with other people that are struggling. Right. And you, you kind of summed it up, so I'll let you kick it off. Um, so basically, we were just sitting around... Um, talking and it was I had a thought that was I think too many of us live in the past when it comes to almost everything in life so um, the first thing that we were talking about this morning was just when you know you had your corporate job and we were living high on the hog which I can say now because that's in the past yeah and how when you came to me and you said you know I want to start the gym which means we're not gonna be living high on the hog we're basically starting at zero and going on that I have low in the trough is what we'll call low in the trough. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> um, I have never, not one time, gone back and been like, "Man, do you believe how we used to live?" So it's like you accept. We accept we were giving up the salary. We were giving up. Um, I think at the time your benefits were actually better than what I was getting. So mm-hmm. we were giving up the better benefits, the luxuries the freedom, better and, retirement, everything. And we were actually giving up, you know, a standard work day, which for us was definitely not eight hours a day at that point either. But we were like, okay, we are going to put in, you know, somewhere between not even kidding 12 to 18 hours a day to make zero money at first, 
you know, we have to completely scale back our life, but we accepted it and we've moved on from it. And then it transitioned into um, talking about how the same can be applied to, for me, it was, I don't really want to say weight loss. I would say just getting more fit. And it was like, I could say to you, you know, in high school, I wore a size two, but I graduated from high school um, like one or two moons ago. Yeah. So it's silly for me to go back and say, when I was 17, this is what I looked like. When I was in my 30s, this is what it looks like. So it's like you accept where you are today. And if you're exactly where you want to be, you focus on that. And if you're not quite where you want to be, you look forward saying, you know, these are my, these are my new goals, but it's not to look like I did when I was 17. That's, that's silly. So it's, we're focusing on um, living in the past. Yes. And the funny thing about living in the past, and you you nailed it when you talked about our experience, and this can be anything. It could yeah. be your body composition. It could be your athleticism. It can be your finances. Yes. Um, when you make the cho- choice to move away from your past, mm-hmm. it's easier to settle with. Yes. We moved away from that lifestyle mm-hmm. because we chose to. Yes. We pulled the pin when we wanted to, and because of that, my terms going forward were different mm-hmm. than someone saying, I was laid off. I lost my house. Yep. This was, this was a terrible event because things were taken from me. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about health and fitness, the scary thing is nobody took it from you. You did it. Exactly. And this is, it seems like all of our shows are about condemnation. That's not what this is supposed to be about. No, not at all. This is a help you move forward yeah. and recognize um, my better years were after 40. Mm-hmm. The fittest, I mean, I could recover like a champ in my younger years, but I didn't look anything like I do the last nine years. I was, I wish I'd have looked as good in high school. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Not even a picture no, of either. close. No. I skinny. This. So <laughs> living in the past. So we, we, we have clients that come in and typically it's a one or two things that they bring up. One mm-hmm. of them is, well, I was an athlete in high school. Yeah. Or I was a college athlete. Mm-hmm. Or there was this time in my life when I had peaked yes. and I'm not there now. Yep. And what's unfortunate is that in those moments, those people are, y'all, if this applies, are living in that moment where you believe that's as best as you were going to be. Right. That was the top. And because to move forward takes faith. Mm-hmm. And if you're working with Shapeshift or you're working with us at the gym or you're working with another trainer, um, there is no faith until the promises are delivered right so moving from transitioning from the way i was in the past it should be a clean break because you hit your new goal and you're like here i am but the problem is you forget your past you ignore your present where Mm -hmm. you just progressed and made progress Mm -hmm. and then you go back to where you were six months ago and you live and eat and do everything like crap right so the pain goes away as soon as you hit your goal yep all of a sudden i was like look i'm back i am the athlete that i was I know. And you're not. You're still not that same person. No, well, you can't be. And, you know, it's funny. It's not a bad thing. So it's like you think of all the life experiences you've had. And I talk to a ton of women that'll say, you know, you don't understand what my body looked like before kids. And my response, if I don't say it out loud, in my head is, God blessed you with one plus babies. Yeah. Like you actually got, there are women that have paid and will pay tens of thousands of dollars to have what God gave you. And instead it's like, but my body looked amazing, but you, you brought life into this world. Your body's different. Exactly. So it may never be the same. It may never be the same, but look what you have to show for it. 
you know, with, you know, all about being laid off mm-hmm. and, and hitting a time in your life that wasn't an amazing thing, but you, you have never talked about going back there. You've talked about the things that you had to do that you never thought you would do the experiences you had to get you back on your feet. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You never talk about it, you know, just a blip in the radar. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like a, my wish for y'all would be y'all. You draw a you draw a line in the sand, and we've talked about that before too on a different show. And you just step forward and and accept where you are today, and don't don't keep going to the back and saying, you know, I had surgery twelve years ago. You know, if you're still having issues from there, you need to go talk to your doctor again. If you're not, you can't bring it up. Exactly. You can't go and say, well, you know, I suffer from migraines, which means you've had one in your entire life. It's don't let that be your story of something that happened to you in the past. Grow and look to the future. I'm going to I'm going to add to that. I get what you're saying. I'm just mm-hmm. going to kind of lighten it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're hurt, you're hurt. And I'm not saying oh, you, know, you could have surgery 12 years ago and they botched it. But that limiting belief, yep. my shoulder, my hip, my foot, my knee, my ankle. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I had knee surgery 35 years ago. Well, does yeah. it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. Then stop using it as a crutch. Right. Um, living in the past. Don't let your past determine your future. Exactly. Now, when it comes to the health and fitness side, one of my one of the analogies I use the most that I, I kind of, it's my default, mm-hmm. is uh, I learned in, in high school, maybe even middle school, um, cells die. Okay, you shed cells, even your bones, your bones shed cells, they get stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no homeostasis in life. Mm-hmm. You're either moving forward or you're moving backwards, but you never get to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, um, it's very similar to, uh, no one's going to get this analogy if you've never used a rower, but the, the erg on a rower, it's, it's resistance driven. It's mm-hmm. same for on a bike. Once you get started, it's initially hard, but then once you get to a cruising level, it's easy. Right. If you slow down or back off, it gets hard again. Mm-hmm. That's very similar to your fitness. Now, as it pertains to the cell analogy, when you're younger and your cells are fresh, everything works the way they're supposed to. <laughs> it's designed, okay? It's right out of the factory. Now, every seven years, though, you'll have had enough cell turnover that you kind of have a new copy of yourself. Mm-hmm. All right? And so... I love this concept. Every seven years, mm-hmm. it's a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. All right, so to expect things to work when you're 21 <laughs> versus 42, right? That's three more copies of your older self. Right. What happens to a copy on a machine when you do over and over and you stop using the original and you just make a copy of the next, a copy of the next? It starts to look like crap. Mm-hmm. The lines get fuzzy and blurry. It doesn't look as sharp as it used to. And then every time you trans- transition through life at that every seven year route, uh-huh. you're a blurry version that's not clean, that's not cut nice clean lines anymore. So when people say, well, I was, well, that was a lot of revisions ago. And the cool thing is now I'm going to tie back into the erg or the bike. As long as you keep the rhythm moving forward and you have momentum, Mm -hmm. you can roll with those changes. Yep. But when you stop in the middle and you've got to gear that thing back up again, imagine starting on a spin bike where the wheels, a 60 pound wheel. Mm -hmm. Remember once you get going, centrifugal force takes over then you stop in midlife, which means you get heavy, you get lazy, you eat like crap, the wheel stops. But now when you go to start it back up, instead of a 65-pound wheel, it's an 85-pound wheel. Mm-hmm. And then you stop again in your 30s. Now it's a 105-pound it's a wheel. And people are like, it never used to work like this. Hell no, because you're different. Yeah. The resistance is different. And you've let momentum leave you. you yes. It's escaped you. 
Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it in very funny timing with the uh, rower. So I was on earlier and it, uh, so I, I get on, I get off, I get on, I get off, just kind of stretch. And it took me seven pulls to get a calorie right away. And then after that, I maintained a one and a half, which is my normal. Mm-hmm. Then I got off, then I got back on, take six or seven to get going again. So it's a perfect analogy when you think about that. And it's how long it takes you to get started or you know you're doing any kind of movement. And as your joints and stuff start to get warm and you start to feel better, you're cranking them out. And it's like, whoa, this shouldn't be getting easier yet it is. Your momentum. Yeah. Now, if you, and again, I hope people are getting the erg analogy, just think resistance, you have mm-hmm. to pull to work against resistance. And, mm-hmm. But then once you hit a certain speed on that resistance device, it becomes a cruising speed. Yep. Um, but once people see that that initial resistance is harder, mm-hmm. some people run away from it. Yes. Um, because they believe in their mind at their peak, they said it was never this hard. It's never going to work again. Mm-hmm. When in truth, you're in the darkest moment of night and they say it's the, it's the darkest right before the sun comes up. Yep. It's the absolute darkest time of the night. That's the darkest point of your fitness. Yes. Is right when you're like, this sucks. I don't want to do it. I used to be a college athlete. I used to be before I had athlete. babies, I, I could you know I could lose weight at will. You know, mm-hmm. when I was a guy, when my testosterone was level, all I had to do was run a mile a week and I would drop. That you is gone. Yes. The potential for greatness isn't gone. It's just a different level. You can still podium. You can still run. You can still yes. race. Because the only thing that's transitioned over all that time is your grit should be yes and your potential yep just because you're a copy of a copy of a copy your potential isn't less Mm -hmm. you just need to be smarter about the way you go at it but if you're a winner you're always a winner yes um so you can cut loose of that junior version of yourself they probably wouldn't be able to stand up next to you as a today's version at all because now you've got wisdom Mm -hmm. you've got um determination Mm -hmm. you've got funds you've got resources and you control your time. In high school, you probably didn't. Right. In college, you probably didn't. Um, but now you have more control, more knowledge, and more resources than you did back then. Exactly. So stop being a little baby. Oh, that was a good save. Yeah, because I almost said something else. You're like... Stop being a little baby. Exactly. And put that winner to work. Put that winner to work. I'm going to trademark that when I get off. You should. Yeah. We could just end right there. That's lame. So everything sounds like I'm lecturing. No, I don't. It's, I don't ever think it's a lecture. A lecture is like, you don't do this. You don't do that. You need to do this. And this is just a, there is no point in living in the past. If it brings you down today for me to say I was a gymnast, I only ever share that story because I was talking to somebody at our gym and I was sharing about the concept of a muscle up. So you're hanging below a bar and all of a sudden you're at the top of it. And I said, even attempting it now scare, scares the bejesus out of me. But when I was a, <laughs> a teenager, I could flip off land and do whatever, but it's funny. I don't live and say, well, because I was a gymnast, you know, 800 years ago, I'm going to do this now. I'm like, I share it as a funny story. Sure. So it's not a, I used to be this. I used to be able to tumble. I used to. It's like, <laughs> I was fearless and no, now I got a little more fear. How about this for terrible? If you were that good back then, you'd still be doing it. I know. You know what the problem was? So it's, it's I'm a, five, eight and a half. <laughs> yeah, you grew. I did. Um, but I think just a, it's just kind of like a why. Like, why do you keep, what does it matter what you were, 
if it's only going to impact you negatively today. Like I, you Psych- know? Psychologically. Exactly. There, there's people with, um, I, and it's always easy to look at other people and compare their situations. Yeah. And it's a terrible thing to do, but humans do it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in class, you're looking around, you're like, okay, who's the top? Who's the bottom? Where do I fit? <laughs> exactly. Everyone wants to be in the middle. Um, the people that are able to get to the top end of whatever you're comparing yourselves to, mm-hmm. it's not just because you showed up. Mm-hmm. Showing up doesn't get you to the top of anything. Mm-hmm. If your lifestyle supports you being in the top 80%, you'll get whatever you want. Yep. Don't be, here's another thing, living in the past. Don't worry about, one, contrasting yourself to your previous self, but then trying to compare yourself to other people in the, in the place. Oh, goodness, no. Compared to the way you used to be. I'd no. whip that person's butt if I was as young as I was when I was in high school. That I know. kind of mental, that mental crap goes on. Well, it's crazy. Like if I was still in my twenties, I could do I could do even better than that person. Guess what, like, son? But... You're not even close to your twenties. <laughs> That's gone. We're not close to our twenties. Four hundred testosterone points ago. <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> um, okay. The what are some steps? What are some, I guess, some kind of tricks? Because you, I must say you, you as a, as a woman, mm-hmm. you don't look to the past because sometimes when we reflect on our previous selves, it can be six months ago. Yep. That's where you want to talk about stress. Yep. You achieve a position or a, um, when I say position, you're either healthy, mm-hmm. all your joints work the way they're supposed mm-hmm. to. You were in maintenance mode on your nutrition because you'd already hit your goals. Exactly. Then you recognize six months later, you're like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I've come, that's some time to get stressed out because it's so recent in memory that it is exactly what you wanted and you stepped away from what got you there. Yep. Um, so comparing yourself to two, three months ago is good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely it's agree. A, it's, a, it's a look into your potential. Exactly. And I'd say for, you know, women, and I don't know if men are the same way, but I know for women, it's we think of a goal that's too far in the future too. So it's not only living in the past but it's thinking too far in the future to the future you that's lost 40 pounds. And I have always said, let's just focus on one. So if it's weight loss, focus on one pound. If it's you're on your, you just got on meds. Well, then the next thing you want to do is request a doctor's appointment as soon as possible where they say, Oh my gosh, we get to lower them or get you off. So small term, not, these are realistic goal settings. Exactly. So it's like, you know, if you, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, my goal weight that I have been before within the last six months was, you know, 125 and you're 135. Let's put in your mind to get to 134. Like baby mm. steps. Stop. I always cut mine in half. So if, if I want to be eight pounds off, I cut it in half and mm-hmm. just say four is a victory. The first four is victory. The other four is gravy. You know, well, you're so it's also icing. a dude, which means you could sneeze four pounds off. That's, that's I love lame. to throw that in there. If I was a man. If I, oh, goodness. No that's comment right. there. That's right. Um, guys yeah, so guys think, struggle too. I mean, it's. But I don't know what the male psyche is like. Like, I don't know if I talk to, I talk to a lot of guys, but I talk to a lot more women who will, you know, call them women. So stop it. I know for us, I don't know if guys think the same. So like if you were up 10 pounds, you think in terms, you would be like, I need to lose five. If I talk to women, it's like, first of all, the numbers are completely ridiculous. Like they are actually extremely fit. And they're like, I have 30 pounds to lose. And it's like, well, that's a whole other topic. But it's like, well, let's, how about one pound? How about then the next pound? So think, 
think in smaller immediate terms with an ultimate long-term goal of something that's that's that would work in everything i mean i i think the job your job has conditioned you to accept that promotions come slow mm-hmm. progress comes slow your graduate degree comes very slow <laughs> um but when we get into fitness we're like it's been 14 days right what, what, what the hell's going on you know i don't even have this time to spare it's been 14 days and i still only lost eight pounds and <laughs> When you're future-proofing yourself, this was supposed to be living in the past, but then you brought up Mm -hmm. future-proofing. Everything is a multiplication of the factor of if you can lose six pounds in six weeks, Mm -hmm. ergo six weeks later, you should be down another six pounds. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't feed the the expectation of the microwave society where it's like, oh, I'm going to work with you until I decide not to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you want to lose 50 pounds. Yes. Well, if you lose a pound a week, that's 50 weeks. Yes. I don't have that kind of time. Do you want to be dead? Mm-hmm. Do you have that kind of time? Because you can sleep a lot more. Yep. Sleep um, when you're dead. Yeah. So future-proofing realistic expectations and mm-hmm. goals. Um, this is a whole other conversation. Yeah. But maybe it's for now. Instead of living in the past or really living in the future, you just live in the present. And it's a, if you can draw from the immediate past to kind of motivate you and get you on track to where you want to be in anything. You said job you know, finances, do you want to own, you know, you want to get a beach house, you want to do whatever, just look and see, you know, where am I financially from where I was a few months ago? Nothing comes quick. No, no, definitely not. Nothing worth value does. Yep. Um, oh crap. I had a thought. It was profound. It was, um, you had mentioned, um, being, being, uh, celebrating, celebrating your victories. Yeah. So if you do lose a couple pounds, um, again, we're assuming you've taken everything we said to heart and you are, not looking beyond six months ago. Yep. Six months ago, that's a fair, that's a rolling six months. Definitely. Always look back. Um, you can do a lot of anything in six months, whether it's your finances or your health or your job. You can, you can change a lot in six months. Mm-hmm. As that sampling size gets smaller, three months, one and a half months, two and a half weeks. If you're, um, you can't go out of debt after 14 days of saving. You oh, know, I it, wish. it takes time. Right. Um, you can't get yourself out of the hole you dug with your health and fitness. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And then, this is a great analogy, actually, same thing. So let's say you save for six months, you hit your target, you're like, yay, you wouldn't go out and spend it all. Oh my gosh, no. But that's the mindset with health and fitness. Yes. Look it, I got it, bye. It's funny, (laughs) yep. I don't need you anymore. Exactly, it's Um, very funny. So what else can we do for celebrating? So let's say, um, so here's the big thing today, we got, today's more psychology. Um, Don't look any further back than six months. Yep. Recognize the best of you is ahead of you. Yes. Your goals moving forward need to be real. Yes. Wherever you want to be, cut it in half. That's where your next six months will be. Yep. Anything you get in the next six months is a win. If you uh, exceed that, time to set new goals. Heck yeah. Piece of cake. Now, what are some things that you do to celebrate? Because I think you're pretty tough on yourself sometimes. Oh, definitely. How do you celebrate victory? So I, we've mentioned before, I there's a small chance that I like a little bit more expensive workout clothes than like what you could get <laughs> at a local store. Um, so I will focus on buying myself like a new tank top, new pants, new shoes, new socks, just something that will encourage me to keep moving forward. You're kind of talking like getting paid for good grades. So, so this is, I'm saying like, um, let's say you did five more pushups this week than last week, Uh but still not as many as everybody else in the class. Uh That's a victory. Yes. How do you recognize your accomplishment in that moment? Because it might not be a new Lulu pair of pants. Exactly. Um, 
Well, for me, it's an it's my own celebration. Usually, I tell you. Do you take the time to celebrate, or do you, you sit there and it. go, mm, "I still, I'm no. still 10, 10 reps off." Nope. Mm-mm. I worry about my own self. There you go. So. But I also, you know, this about me. I share with you. Like I'm like, guess what I did today? So I, maybe that's the way you do it. If you do something, share it with somebody. And I can promise you, no matter who you are or what you've accomplished, if you feel proud of yourself for something, I as a fitness person, as a you know woman, as every title that I have, I'm just as proud as you are. For anybody that comes and says, if somebody says to me, I did one push-up off my knees, I remember when I did my first one. I'm so, I get so proud of people. It would be great if people actually had a progress journal. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that this is a, it's not a thing. You do your workout tracking, that's not the same. But um, you either learn something new in fitness and health every day, or you accomplish something new in health and fitness every day. Let's say you're able to not use creamers in your coffee anymore. Yep. You put that in your journal, like I gave up creamers this day and I never looked back. Yep. Um, today's the day I didn't need somebody to uh, wait for me to finish my, I don't know, my 50 sit-ups. Yep. But when you start building a track record of successes, you start putting yourself back into the mindset of that champion where you're like, every day I grow in some fashion. Yes. And by writing it down, you have to find something. Yep. You must require something. You must do something in your journal every day. That's going to make you go out and just try to do something a little bit better mm-hmm. than the day before, even though it's something dumb. Yes. If you're like, look, I wasn't able to do 200 jump ropes yesterday. I did 202 today. Yep. And that's a win. And when you build a whole life um, or a journal of those types of accomplishments, what the hell can stop you? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. And that's with anything. It's like if you wanted to pursue, you know, further education, sign up for your first class or, you know, it's like anything. You know, we're doing our challenge now um, with uh, ClickFunnels. And it's like one day, one task, checkbox, I feel accomplished. Tomorrow, new one. one. Yeah. Adults have forgotten how to do this, to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my my past certs, they talked about in private, give yourself a high five. Yes. Or give yourself a fist bump. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but we're so hard on ourselves that even the wins are like, well, it should have been more. Mm -hmm. I should. I mean, I, I see a lot of those people... It's like, oh my gosh, you went up like 3%. You're like, what did he do? It's still only 3%. It's like, man, you forgot how to love yourself. Yeah. And you forgot how to celebrate the things that you couldn't do one week ago. Exactly. Um, and if you don't value the things that you accomplished, you'll never value when you get there. And I think that's a big reason why when people do lose 12 pounds or 15 pounds or they come off the meds, they're so still still dissatisfied with where they think they should be that they're just like, yeah, Whatever. I did okay. You know, mm-hmm. I, I lost 12 pounds, but it wasn't 20. Are you serious? I know. 12 is freaking fantastic. Yeah. Um, All right. I'd say the other thing to do is like you mentioned the high five. Actually look in a mirror and tell yourself you did a good job. Nice work. Can you like that's fun too because it's like you can be like, yeah, that's good. But if you actually look at yourself and it's like, you know, hey, you, you right in front of me. You did an awesome thing today. That gets into that gratitude thing. Yeah. Be grateful for your accomplishments. Definitely. All right. Well, there's plenty of homework to do. Oh, yeah. And the other homework you can do that's completely is you started talking about copies of copies. Uh-huh. If you've never seen the movie Multiplicity, that... <laughs> that's one of my favorite. That should be part of your homework for the week because that will show you what a copy of a copy looks like. I'm Steve. I'm Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so watch Multiplicity. Um, 
All right, brilliant. We want to hear about um, if you actually were successful and you at, at least are committing to letting go of anything beyond six months. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't include, well, when I, before I had six kids, that no, person's no, no. gone. Don't nope, do that. That's past. Um, if you're successful in doing this and you want to make a, an outward commitment, hit us up either um, on the Beyond the Dumbbells page and just say, hey, I'm in, I did it, and I'm only looking forward. Uh, mm-hmm. But find some way to tag it. Um, that'd be great. I know that a lot of you are going to do it, but not many will actually put it out there. Right. And putting it out there is just another level of accountability. Better believe it. Um, so I posted, we, we hit a we hit that 2,000 uh, download mark. Um, we actually were behind, so we're around 2,400 now. Um, so it's starting to multiply, which is kind of cool. Um, we only get out if you guys share. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think there's someone that will benefit, significant other is probably my favorite. Family members are probably my second, but significant other because um, it's very difficult for one person, spouse, to influence the other without mm-hmm. it coming across to... Uh, a holish. Exactly. Um, so put this in their phone and just put a challenge and say, Hey, pick your, why don't you pick your top two or top three favorites and just see if it resonates and it actually helps change some mindset. Definitely. Um, the only reason we're doing this is to help you guys be better than yesterday. Mm-hmm. Cool. So share it, please. Um, comments are great. Um, likes are great. We've gotten some really great feedback. So that's so fun. And for all of you who take the extra step to actually subscribe to other podcasts. Thank you very much. I'll tell you what would be fun. Uh-huh. A review. Yeah, give us a review. A review. Um, turns out 70% of our listeners are on iPhones. <laughs> so it's real easy to go up to iTunes and review. Um, yes, it I is. couldn't tell you square one about Droid. <laughs> the unphone. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> something. just alienated half our and people. And we just lost there half the followers. The 30, 40%. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we love you. All right. You got anything else? No, just don't forget multiplicity. Don't forget Now I'm going to kick. You're going to love it. Just do a search on YouTube. Uh, Some of the clips are worth it, even if that's all you can watch. Exactly. All right. Uh, (laughs) Splendid. See you on the next one. All right, y'all. Later. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com. And maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.